Other countries have been in a similar position, as you know, for some time. The United States is pretty much wide open and things seem to be going well. The UK was approaching wide open and have backed off. They have delayed their reopening plans by a month. Why? Delta variant. They are concerned about the Delta variant, the way it is spreading in that country. Um, We know there's been an outbreak of the Delta variant at the Foothills Hospital in Calgary. Some people are concerned it could cause problems in Alberta too. So let's find out everything that we need to know about the Delta variant and how concerned we should be about it. Joining us now is Dr. Levon Abrahamian. Doctor, thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Thank you for the invitation. Now, this Delta variant, uh, it emerged uh, out of India months ago now, and it's has been identified as a variant of concern in Canada. What do we know about it so far? What is the major concern? Far more transmissible is the big one, right? Yes, you're right. Actually, it's not a new variant. It was known uh, from December, mm-hmm. actually, uh, and it's quickly become a dominant uh, pre- or predominant variant in India, and then when uh, it's appearing in the United Kingdom, uh, it's again become a very uh, um, uh, very important variant in in United Kingdom, and now it's accounting about 96 percent of all sequenced and genotyped cases. Uh, and the main problem with I mean, there are two uh, important aspects. Um, it's a, a, a very um, fast spread, uh, spread of virus. Right. The transmissibility of this virus. Uh, this variant is higher. Uh, it's estimated that it's 50, 60 percent more, more efficient in transmission, and uh, also the severity of the disease and certain resistance to the vaccines and, anti- uh, and monoclonal antibodies. Yeah. All this together makes this uh, a, a, a variant of concern, which uh, is classified now as a, as a variant of concern. Now, you mentioned something there, and we keep hearing this talk about it. We always hear that things get much, much worse when one of these variants becomes the so-called dominant strain, as the Alpha Mm -hmm. variant from the UK did here in Alberta not long ago. Um, Are we approaching that anywhere in Canada, and why is it such a concern when it becomes the dominant strain? Um, It depends on the pathogenicity or basically uh, the, the clinical implications. A, the, the predominant or dominant uh, strain or variant can be less pathogenic than it's uh, not uh, 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 an alarming issue. It's not a, a public health issue or problem. But um, if the predominant or dominant um, variant is a, a more pathogenic or includes a certain uh, changes in the dynamic of pandemia, pandemics, for example, uh, a faster spread or um, affecting a different age group or having a, a more severe clinical implication, then it is concern for us. Then we have to uh, develop certain um, measurements or adjust uh, the, 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 the policy which we have now in order to protect our population. The main, of course, uh, control measure is vaccination. There is no doubt about that. What do we know about vaccination with this Delta variant? As you said, um, there's some concern, especially around first dose being not all that effective, right? Yes. Uh, it was shown that um, mRNA-based vaccines, uh, so Pfizer and Moderna, 
both of them were very efficient uh, uh, against this variant. Um, around 90 to 96% according to recent publications. So, um, but the problem is a, a little bit less uh, efficacy, uh, which was reported for um, virus-based, uh, adenovirus-based vaccines like AstraZeneca, for example. It's about 66%. So what is important is that it was shown that um, even after two weeks, after second dose, um, certain people can be infected. But definitely second dose, it's providing a better protection. So uh, the, the overall recommendation is to get your second dose as it was scheduled, and uh, this will protect you much better than just single dose. Yeah, exactly. The second dose is so important, especially in dealing with this virus. Now, you said the severity of the illness is more. Does it come on the same? Does it present the same? Are the symptoms the same, or are we seeing any change in the way that it affects people? It seems like, uh, according to some report, uh, the symptoms are, are slightly different from what was known for a classical, right. let's say, uh, COVID-19. If a COVID-19, uh, the most common, let's say, visible symptoms have been fever, continuous cough, uh, loss of smell or taste. Uh, so for this variant, apparently, main symptoms of infection are um, headaches or throat, runny nose, and uh, it can affect also apparently um, the younger population, but we should be careful about this interpretation of this data because in most of cases, in many countries, uh, the, uh, let's say the senior population, the, the people above 65, 60 years old have been already uh, vaccinated while the younger population, uh, it's not completely covered by the vaccination. So that could be the reason why maybe in some areas uh, the younger population is kind of more, more affected by this variant. Makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Okay, so I guess the question here is, uh, we've always talked about a race between the vaccine and the variant, and we know that uh, mm-hmm. Canadian provinces are starting to reopen probably two weeks away from wide open here in Alberta. What do we need to know about this Delta variant? You know, I think, our, you know, the percentage of, you know, how prevalent it is among COVID cases in Alberta is still relatively low. Um, when does it start to get concerning and maybe have an effect on reopening? At what percentage or when it becomes dominant, what do we need to keep in mind for benchmarks? Okay, the surveillance is very important, of course. That is why all Canadian uh, public health facilities uh, which are uh, um, working on this and research groups, they are uh, carefully analyzing the situation. I should tell you that I don't want to scare anybody, but uh, in the United States in May, uh, this variant was uh, accounting just 2.7, uh, 2.5% of the cases. Now it's estimated that it reached already 10% of uh, all new cases of uh, uh, COVID-19. And in some actually uh, states of United States, it's uh, reached actually even uh, the higher percentage. Uh, it's 25, 26% of the cases. So. Uh, and in, uh, when we talk initially about the United Kingdom, uh, it becomes a very uh, quickly a dominant uh, 
uh, variant in the United Kingdom is a complete, like now accounting about 90-96% of the new uh, cases which have been sequenced. So uh, basically, and that is why, as you said uh, at, the, at the beginning of this discussion, the United Kingdom uh, decided to yeah. uh, reschedule their opening um, uh, measurements, etc. Uh, so I would say that it's highly depend uh, on uh, what is the percentage of the population which is um, vaccinated with two doses, for both doses. So if we reach in many, in many places, we already reach 70, 75% of coverage, then we can be a, a, a bit more confident about this plans uh, of reopening. Uh, in, the, in the areas where we have the much lower coverage by the, uh, the vaccination, I would say that it is in theory possible to have a third wave of the uh, um, infection um, pandemic because pandemics because it, it is actually logical to expect that if there are people who are not vaccinated sure. and there is a new variant which is actually uh, a more aggressive uh, in sense of spread faster so it, it could be expected that these uh, populations which have not been covered yet uh, sufficiently by vaccination campaign so they could uh, uh, present this uh, first war with yeah absolutely makes perfect sense uh, doc thanks so much for your time i really appreciate it uh, thank you bye that is dr levon abrahamian a virologist uh, at the University of Montreal.